You're listening to the Easy Ideal Client Mastery for Wedding Professionals podcast with Rachel Jordan, where you get the encouragement you need to take your business and your mindset to the next level. The purpose of this podcast is to help you master the art of knowing your ideal client and creating an incredible client experience, quickly allowing you to charge more for your services, win your time back, conquer imposter syndrome, and work with clients you love. I'm your host, Rachel Jordan. Thanks so much for being here with me today. So I know that I talk to a lot of photographers and other wedding professionals on a weekly basis. I'm a business coach. And so I I talk to a lot of people about the problems that they're having in their business frequently. And I'm, you know, in a lot of photography groups, I'm in a lot of wedding groups and One thing that I see a lot of is people kind of complaining about, oh, I'm having this problem with this client. I'm having this problem with this client and uh, 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 like, oh man, what do I do when a client does this? And what do I do when a client does that? And oftentimes kind of what it comes down to is you book somebody that wasn't your ideal client and they are struggling with something and you're struggling with something that has to do with, you know, like what you don't actually offer or, you know, people being unhappy with their engagement photos after, um, and wanting to cancel their wedding after you shot their engagement photos. And, and, and you're just kind of like, like what, what happened? Like, how did, how did that happen? And a lot of the struggles that, you know, I see kind of just kind of floating around as I'm talking with a lot of wedding professionals and just kind of in all of these groups is like, you know, it's, it's hard to deal with the client part. You're always working on your art and your craft, right? Like the, the photography part and the art part, you know, all of that is something to be worked on, but there's all of this other like interpersonal stuff, all of this other client management stuff that is a little bit trickier to learn. Right. And when you're first starting out, it's something that you maybe don't even know that you need to learn. And, and you can think to yourself, oh, well, I need to work on my user experience, but who knows what that really means, you know? Um, so there's, there's a lot of things that a lot of photographers and a lot of wedding professionals are actually really missing. And, and that is something that I'm passionate about fixing. So if I've mentioned something already today that you're like, been there, done that, I've posted that in the group, I struggle with this, let me know in the comments. Am I touching on a little pain point that you've had before where you just, you worked with a client that you didn't really connect with all the way. And, you know, it just kind of left a bad taste in your mouth or even worse, you were working, worked with a client that ended up being kind of a nightmare client. And you're just like, oh my gosh, like how, how did that happen? What, what happened? Why did they even book me? How do I deal with them? You know, we, we want to have some systems in place and we want to be able to kind of fend off on the front end working with clients that really aren't a good fit for us. And, you know, my philosophy has always been like, no matter who someone is, if they're coming around my business, I want them to have the best fit for their wedding vendors, whether that's their makeup artist, their photographer, florist, their planner, all of that. You know, I want them to have the best fit for their wedding day, whether it's me or not. 
heart. And so that, that is something that is a through line in all of my businesses. I want you to have the best fit for you, whether it's me or not, whether that's me as a makeup artist, whether that's me as a photographer, or whether that's me as a business coach, because uh, those are three things that I do and have done. <laughs> so this is a philosophy that informs everything that I do in my business. I want you to have the best fit for your wedding day, whether that's me or not. Okay. And because I believe that I have the standard for myself that certain things aren't going to be a good fit for me. So for instance, a client below a certain budget level is not going to be a good fit for me. You know, I'm not going to be a good fit for them and they're not going to, they're not going to be happy and I'm not going to be happy. And so it's just not going to be a good fit. You know, if someone comes in and they're like, well, I really want to book you, but I don't want this and I don't want this and I don't want this in your package. Can you please lower the price to fit in my budget? I'm going to be, you know, I'm not going to be a good fit for you because I'm not going to be happy and you're not going to be happy with the result. The reason those things are in my package is because I provide an experience that gets you the result that you're actually paying me for. And so that experience is not up for negotiation, basically. And so we're not a good fit. And so when you think about it that way, you have a lot more to work with in terms of filtering the people that you're that are coming to you and saying, hmm, is this money really going to be worth the stress and headache and just kind of sometimes heartbreak <laughs> that comes with working with non-ideal clients? And so I see that Nancy said she had a client that actually canceled her wedding the day before the wedding and PayPal reported you for a refund. Right. So that's a horrible, like that's a heartbreaking circumstance. You are out all of that money. You are expecting, you are preparing, you are actually doing work for that client before that wedding. And you got nothing for that. You, you basically got unpaid for that. And you are counting on that income. And that's absolutely horrible. Right. And so chances are that client was not an ideal client because ideal clients treat you with respect and they talk with you and they communicate with you and they value you, right? So this, this is all to say, you know, I think there's a lot of people really struggling with knowing and understanding what an ideal client even is, what that looks like, what it feels like on the, on the business side to be working with ideal clients. And also, you know, just struggling with how to attract, how to talk and, and how to, you know, get some traction with working with ideal clients. And, you know, I'm here to tell you, this is absolutely possible to have a roster, a schedule full of ideal clients and to be working wedding after wedding with dream clients that you absolutely love and having very few to none just kind of like meh clients and no nightmare clients. You know, I did this. I, I went from a makeup artist that was working at weddings where you're like, oh my gosh, like I don't even want to be here. This is so sketch and weird to 
to working with clients who, you know, tip very generously, who respect your opinion and have photographers who also respect the makeup artist. And, you know, it just like everyone around them was lovely to work with. And that's because they're my ideal client. And I met their needs and I talked to them and how I did business attracted them to me. So let's talk about this. Okay. Let's talk about how to do this for yourself, right? Because this is what you want to do as a wedding professional. We are providing a luxury service. And so we need to be the kind of luxury service providers that attract ideal clients who respect us, respect our time, value what we do, value who we are, value our opinion, and who know that we're going to be the professional that brings the utmost level of care and skill to their wedding experience. And they're going to be so happy that they worked with you. And you're going to be so happy with the experience on your end that you were able to work with somebody who respected you, paid you well, valued you, valued what you do. And, you know, the end result was everyone was happy and it was the best fit for everyone. So drum roll, please. Tip number one, you must be an expert. Okay. You must be an expert and not just an expert in general, you need to be an expert in what your ideal client is specifically looking for. Okay. Now this, this is something that a lot of beginning photographers, especially, and even established photographers who are having some issues with, you know, some self-confidence, which we all struggle with every now and then as creative professionals, that's very normal. Okay. So when I say you must be an expert, sometimes people will go, well, I like, I haven't been in business for five years. I can't be an expert. Like I'm just not an expert. And that's not really true, right? Because you are more of an expert than your client because you're a wedding professional, right? So you can absolutely be an expert to your client without thinking of yourself as, oh, I'm the expert in my field, right? <laughs> it's not an arrogance thing. It's a marketing thing. Your client absolutely needs to know without a shadow of a doubt that you are the expert in what they specifically are looking for, okay? So to give you an example, let's, I, I, I like using my makeup business as an example, because I feel like it kind of removes it from photography so that you can think about it as a principle versus being like, oh, I just got to copy what she's doing. So I want to look at the principle here. So let's, let's use my makeup business as an example. So to be an expert, we, we need to demonstrate that we know exactly what our client is struggling with. Okay. So in coming to know my ideal client, I came to understand that my ideal client 
really struggles with finding somebody who can do makeup in a really non-cakey way. And they can look at pictures and think, well, that doesn't look super cakey. But when they've had it done before, they thought to themselves, oh, like this, this feels cakey and I don't like it. Okay. So they are, we're looking for specifically someone who's an expert in making their makeup feel non-cakey. Okay. And also they were looking for someone who brings a specific atmosphere to their wedding morning. They wanted a stress-free, relaxed and pampering time with their girls. Okay. Now this seems like a super obvious thing. Like if you get your makeup done for your wedding, of course, this is what you want. Um, when you have someone come and do your makeup for your wedding, but here's the thing. No one talks about it on their website, right? No one goes on their website and says, Hey, I'm an expert in this. So on my website, on their first page, guess what the first things are? Let the professionals handle everything. Have a stress-free experience with the people that you love most. Say goodbye to cakey makeup and hello to flawless, natural-looking skin. And so in the first few seconds, what they're seeing and hearing from me is that I am an expert in specifically what they are looking for, okay? And this is not everybody. This is specifically what my ideal clients are looking for. And they their need is matching my expertise in what I really do. Because if you want somebody that you know, has a really intense, uh, dramatic makeup style, I'm not your girl. I'm not going to be happy and you're not going to be happy with my work. That's not who I am. But if you want somebody who does really natural looking work and provides this incredible atmosphere to your wedding morning, that is me. Okay. So you need to know what your clients really care about. And it can seem really obvious to you. Like, well, of course they're hiring me for this. Well, of course they're hiring me because their wedding memories are important to them. Well, of course they're hiring me because of this and hiring me because of that. Well, it's not well, of course, because no one talks about it. Okay. And it needs to be front and center on your website. You are the expert in what they specifically are looking for and what they specifically want out of their wedding experience. And when you do that, what happens is you'll get inquiries coming in and you'll start hearing all of these same words back. You'll be like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Do you have a date available? Because I really want this. And I know that you're the expert in this. Do you know what your Ideal clients are specifically looking for from you that you deliver at an expert level. And it doesn't have to be expert level to you. It's expert level to your clients. It's above what they can provide for themselves. If it's above what they can provide for themselves, that makes you an expert. Let's move on to point number two. You need to demonstrate trust and authority. The best way to do this is with reviews, okay? So if you don't have any reviews yet, 
that's all right. You need to go do some free sessions <laughs> with friends and family. You know, if you don't have friends and family, you need to go advertise in some buy sell groups, do some free sessions. And at the end of the session, after you deliver the pictures, you need to say, would you do me a huge favor and go review me? Okay. And you need to collect some Google reviews, specifically Google reviews first. This is super easy to do guys but you need at least one or two reviews to really get started. You need other people's words telling you what you did amazing, telling other people how amazing it felt to have a session with you, to work with you, okay? So you need to demonstrate on your website. First, you need to demonstrate that you are the expert. And the next thing that you need to demonstrate is trust and authority. So you need to have reviews on your website. You need to have, if you've been public, Published, go get those badges from your publication and you need to put them on your website. Anywhere you've been published, anyone you've worked with before, I've been talking all about all this with Gretchen. You know, Gretchen has been published in lots of local magazines and, and lots of different places. And it just sounded like tooting your own horn a little too much to post this stuff on your website. But, you know, it's, it's not. It's not tooting your own horn. It is demonstrating trust and authority, which you absolutely need. So you demonstrate your expertise and your authority by showing your reviews, showing where you've been published and showing that you know deeply what they care about. Okay. So for instance, on my makeup site. And again, I'm going to use the makeup site because I want this to be a principle and not something that you just go copy. Okay. So on my makeup site, I have a page that is specifically a portfolio page of mothers of the bride. Now there's, there's a really interesting reason for this. And it's because I found out that my ideal client cares deeply that their mother has a wonderful experience and no makeup artists that I know of generally makeup artists do not put mature makeup in their portfolio because it's not, it's not usual and it's not something we think of doing, but just having that one page on my website was all it took for me to get some really incredible bookings because guess what? Mothers are shopping for wedding vendors and mothers want to look amazing for their daughter's wedding day. And mothers are often paying for a lot of the wedding services. And so if they see someone who's an expert in what they need, then they're highly likely to recommend it to their daughter, right? Um, and that's that's the case, right? I've had multiple mothers of the bride book me for both makeup and photography. And it's, you know, it, it's because I, I work really hard at making sure that they feel included and that I'm demonstrating trust and authority in what they are looking for specifically. And so it's not, I don't just post 20 somethings on my websites. It needs to be for me, something that attracts mothers and daughters who are looking for their wedding professionals. 
And that makes me an authority because especially with mature makeup, a lot of uh, makeup artists have a really hard time with that. That's kind of a, an advanced skill. And so the fact that I put time and effort into learning how to do that really well, and I became an expert in doing that. And it honestly did not take much effort for me to do that. It was just something I needed to focus on for a couple of weeks, right? Because I became an expert in that really specific thing that yielded really, really good bookings for me. A lot of times we just kind of get stuck in our own head and our own ideas of what we think is pretty and what we think is cool and what, you know, we look at other people's websites, we look at other people's portfolios and we go, oh, well, I need this and this and this and this and this for my website. We don't actually stop to think and go, oh, you know, my ideal client really cares about this. And so it needs to be on my website. And in some cases, you know, maybe you do have it on, on your website, but it's a little hidden. And maybe that's the thing that needs to be front and center. And I know, like I was talking with Gretchen the other day, and one thing that Gretchen really cares about and her clients care about is the grab and grins, the, <laughs> the, the pictures that you take at the reception with all the people who came, you know, and to Gretchen, those are some of her most precious memories. And so that's something that she's kind of putting up front and center on her website. And that is amazing. That makes her unique because most people just go, oh, well, that's not album worthy. And so it's not on their website at all. Google reviews are the most important for your SEO and for anyone searching for you, Google is the first thing that's going to pop up. And also if you have Google reviews coming in, Google will actually um, collect your reviews from Facebook, Yelp. Google will actually collect your reviews from other places and kind of display them a little bit alongside. Google reviews are the best for your SEO. Facebook reviews, don't actually like help you get any traction other than that you had reviews and wedding wire and the not views don't really help you unless you are trying to use wedding wire and the not as a search engine to get clients, which works for some areas of the country that works really well for a lot of areas of the country that works not well at all. Uh, so it, it kind of depends. Yelp reviews are helpful, but I've always found that clients that I get from Yelp are definitely going to be in the lower budget range. And so it's not that um, it doesn't help you because Yelp is a local search engine. And so you will get some traffic and some traction. I think that if you're doing possibly for like seniors um, and families being on Yelp would be a good idea, but definitely, definitely Google reviews are the best for you, but you do want to spread it out just a little bit because I also think like Angie's list reviews are good just so that Google sees that there's other reviews from other places and kind of recognizes you more as an authority. So if you're first starting out, Google's the first place and then you can kind of branch out into Facebook, Yelp, maybe Wedding Wire, not and Angie's List. But I, I know that if I'm asking a client for reviews, Google is the is my first choice because it's just it's going to help me with my 
search rankings, especially locally, they tend to prefer good reviews, lots, lots of good reviews in the maps feature specifically. Anyway, you're going to, you're going to want a Google My Business account to do that. And I always recommend linking to exactly where they leave the review when you ask for a review so that they don't get lost. For some reason, Google is harder to leave reviews in other places, even though they're the best <laughs> uh, to receive reviews. So try and make that as easy as possible on your clients and give them <laughs> a very direct link to where exactly they can review you. Something that I did that I actually really like, and I would love to do this for my photography website sometime soon, but I did this for my makeup website a while back was I had a reviews page and I, I always like it when people do this on their websites. I just took lots of pictures of my clients, of me and my clients, you know, the, the selfies that we take. And if they give me a thank you card, I take a picture, picture of the thank you card. And if they left me a review, I, I put it here and I just have lots of pictures of me and my clients. And I love this page because it demonstrates so much trust and authority. And honestly, to me, it really demonstrates how much I love my clients and how much my clients love me. And I was very intentional about making sure that I got some really beautiful pictures of my clients that I took myself. So I didn't have to wait for the photographer who is photographing these events to give it to me. And with all of these, I made sure that the ones that talked about the best parts of what I offer were up top. The ones that talked about how they felt like a celebrity the entire day. I was organized, professional, and responsive. You know, these are all things that my ideal client values the most. Organization, promptness, efficiency, peaceful, expertise. These were the reviews that demonstrated to future clients the best what I do the most. Stress-free, relax, and let the professionals handle everything Treat the most special people in your life to a beautiful day. Say goodbye to cakey makeup and hello to flawless, natural looking skin. And then um, there used to be a contact form right there. <laughs> so I made it super easy to get a hold of me. I was super responsive and I demonstrated all of this very, very clearly on my website. And I can tell you no other makeup artists anywhere close to my area were doing anything like this. And this is why I could charge more than double what most people in my area were charging. Mother of the Bride, a review from the Mother of the Bride. Beautiful pictures of brides and their mothers and mature makeup. Let's recap. Let's keep going. Three keys for booking ideal clients. Number one, you must be an expert and you must be an expert in what they specifically are looking for and have troubles with. Okay. And then you need to demonstrate trust and authority. And you can do this with reviews. You can do this with articles and blogs that talk about specific things that they struggle with and how to do certain things. For instance, like making your skin lovely in the months leading up to your wedding and, you know, why it's important to book somebody who is an expert in these things, learning what it is specifically that you do that is different than everybody else and what it is you do that makes you uniquely qualified to serve your ideal client. So let's talk about number three. Number three is a seamless experience to meet them where they are at. 
When somebody lands on your website, chances are they're already shopping for a wedding photographer or, um, you know, they're already shopping for their wedding vendors. So when, if they're already shopping, they're in a place where they're either interested in knowing more about you and just kind of thinking about it for a while, or they're interested in actually moving forward. There's not really another reason that I know of that they would be, you know, hanging around your site. So you need to kind of feed both of those things. You need to give them the option to look into you more and you need to give them the option where if they're immediately ready to begin a conversation with you, that they have the steps to do that really easily. And a lot of people go, well, I have my contact page and I have my about me page and it's yes, but you know, people have the attention of a squirrel and they don't really, (laughs) um, the people don't really do all of those things very easily. You know, like, um, I see, I see a lot of heat maps and like videos of people on sites and it's like, they land on the homepage and then from there it like branches out into so many different directions. And then they have to make like the user has to make a choice so early on that it just kind of looks overwhelming and it's it's not really demonstrating trust and authority you're just kind of demonstrating that you do everything not that you are a specialist and an expert in what they specifically look for and then you know uh, there's not really a call to action to contact or to begin a conversation easily. And, you know, maybe they were like, hmm, well, I want to see more of their pictures. And so they went to go look at their portfolio, but then on their portfolio, like they got bored and they just left or they're like, oh, like there's a hundred pictures here. Like I'll look at this later. (laughs) So, (laughs) so they left or they put it on pause and they forgot about you. Okay. So everything on your website needs to be about bringing them to contact you because once they contact you, then they've said a yes, right? They've made a big yes choice. So we need a seamless experience to meet them where they are at. So they need to be presented with the option to learn more about you, but they also need to be presented with the option to contact you very frequently. So your, your pages should lead them to experience one thing after the next. And it's not that you need to give them a ton of options for like, you could do this, or you could do this, or you could do this, or you could do this. You could go look over here. You could follow me on Instagram. (laughs) You can surf through my portfolio. You can read my reviews on this other site. No, we don't want that. We want to be very clear about what we want them to do next. We want to give them the option to look around by giving them the menu that is very clearly laid out. And usually what people need to know is, does this person meet my need? Do I like their work? And can I afford them? Okay. And the, can I afford them part? It doesn't have to be extensive. It can just be like a starting rate. Those things need to be very clearly laid out because that's the logical thought progression that a lot of people are going to take. Does this person meet my needs? Do I like their work? Would I like to work with them? A lot of people just have nothing at the bottom of their pages, right? Or their portfolio page doesn't really say anything. It's just pictures of people, but there's no story. There's no, you know, there's no intention behind it. There's no 
guidance for the user. And so these are, these are things that are not really seamless. Like it, it gives the user a little bit too much freedom. They're not being guided from one place to the next, from one thought to the next. And so it's important that we think through this, like what do your ideal clients need to see and hear from you in order to book? And some of this is kind of tied in with demonstrating that trust and authority. Like I was talking about with my makeup site, you know, I realized that one thing that my clients really needed to see and hear from me was that I do really well with mothers. And so that there's a whole page devoted to that, you know, and it's right next to my portfolio page and it's right next to my reviews page. And so it's really easy to go click, 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 contact, right? You don't want to make it overcomplicated. There shouldn't be lots of steps. Like, do you want to see portraits or do you want to see weddings? Okay. Do you want to see weddings or do you want to see engagements? And then Oh, here's a slider with all of my images. And then if you like that, then maybe you can go to my contact page. This is not really a seamless user experience. And we want it to be as easy as possible for your clients to answer the questions. Does this person meet my needs? Do I like their style? Would I like to work with them? So I used to be a website designer. I've built on WordPress for forever because I'm kind of an advanced user. I don't use kind of like the typical builders that a lot of people know. I, I use WordPress and a series of plugins called Thrive, uh, the Thrive Suite or something, something like that. Anyway, um, it does a lot of the, the same thing that Show It does, but in a more advanced way. So I really like WordPress and Thrive together. It works really well for me because I do lots of different things. But for most photographers, if they're just kind of starting out, I would definitely take a look at Show It. I think it's a good option. And WordPress is one of those that is pretty easy to do SEO work on. And uh, WordPress is one of those platforms that's just always expanding, always growing and always solid and always good. I know a lot of people also really like Squarespace. I've worked with Wix sites before and they're not my favorite, but you know, you do you. I think that probably show it or Squarespace will be easier for you in the end. I think a lot of people are attracted to Wix because it's free at first. And then, um, you know, things start getting tacked on and things start getting really harder to use. And then you can't get off of it. And it's really hard. Uh, so <laughs> that's, that's, that's the common complaints. I don't know Divi. Uh, so that's, that's a new one for me. Show it is a integration with WordPress. So a show it website is like a, it's like an editor interface that builds off of a WordPress framework. So I, I think that that's really solid option because WordPress is a very solid frame to build on. <laughs> Podcast listeners, thank you so much for listening in today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, I'd like to invite you to join my free Facebook community, Easy Ideal Client Mastery for Wedding Pros, where we have a warm, supportive community of wedding professionals just like you who are taking their business to the next level. We'd love to see you there. Thanks again for being here. Can't wait for you to listen to the next episode. Bye, everybody. <laughs>